The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. So many states, I can't read them all. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the DJ and Dance. Our March Madness bankroll contest is back. It's free to enter, and $1,000 in cash and prizes is up for grabs. Plus, we've got a first half under bingo. Enter both contests now on the SGPN app. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb the books may try to stop us but they cannot stop us from talking racing things it is the nascar gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network he's cody zeeb i'm rod via gomez powering through 600 cans of red bull to bring you tonight's episode even though the books are very behind on putting out odds you would think that we are going to put out the truck episode like we normally do, but no, the books are slow on the trucks, but they did give us some Xfinity odds, so we will flip the script this week, give you Xfinity tonight, we'll give you a truck tomorrow, and then of course follow up with our Cup Series and uh, DFS to close out the week, but Cody, buddy, they they try, they try to keep us down, but we don't let them. They're scared, Rob. They're they scared. are scared of us, and they should be. It's a super speedway week. This means we get to throw a lot of darts, throw a lot of uh, big bets out there, hope one or two hits. Super speedways are so much fun to watch. Some of the best racing you get, some of the most fun to bet on, uh, most nerve-wracking as well, maybe. But uh, yeah, they, they, they're they holding off on the truck series. They don't know what to do yet. So uh, that's all right. We'll give them another day. We got Xfinity at least and uh, found some good ones. I'm, I'm excited for this card. There was a saying once upon a time when I was uh, active duty in the Army. There's like, if you're scared, buy a dog. So uh, I want all you guys to go out and buy a dog if you're scared. Because, uh, yes, definitely these the D-Gen Army of the SGPN world is coming after you, books. That's right. Here we come. We're already uh, we started, started off March Madness with our first, uh, first half under hitting in the first game. It's 1-1 now after the second game, but that's all right. It's, uh, it was a strong start to go 1-0. One and, one and oh, so... Uh, here we come, just building building up that bankroll for a weekend of uh, betting on basketball, betting on racing, all three series in action. Mm, man, I'm pumped. And F1. I mean, it's all and Yes, F1's back. Shout, shout out to the F1 Gambling Podcast, two, I, two of the best hosts in the world over there. I hear there, those I've guys heard. are good. Yeah. Those guys are great. They, they don't know a ton about F1, but they're good at betting on it. 
That is a glow. Somebody, I think you should leave that. <laughs> Somebody guys, go leave that review. No, for us, no, 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 no. Okay, but oh, as long as it's five stars, I don't care if you say yeah. you know these guys don't know nothing. But it's five stars, so great entertainment value. As long as we know, uh, as long as we know what we're talking about for the betting part of it, that's all that matters. Exactly, we speak that language, uh, but we definitely speak NASCAR language. So, like I said, it is going to be uh, Xfinity today. It will be the Raptor King of Tough two fifty over there on the Atlanta Motor. Or I'm sorry, yeah, it's the Atlanta Motor Speedway. But we know it now as the Atlanta Motor Super Speedway, uh, as now they have done a damn good job of making this a much wilder race uh, over there in Atlanta. For this race, we are set for 163 laps on this one-and-a-half-mile paved super speedway. It is 251 miles. Just uh, like we said, they, they tightened up this race a little bit. They made it uh, where you can go three wide and and draft and all this stuff. I was putting together my article, my weekly article article for Sportsbook Review, and I, I made a couple of notes as far as uh, some of the things. In the cup race, you know, in particular, it was, it was a glowing uh, difference between the race before and the race now. For Xfinity, a little bit tame, but it was 17 lead changes uh, in the fall. And 1,486 green flag passes. And this is all in 163 laps, mind you. So 17 lead changes, uh, 1,486, which come out to about 11 per green flag. Austin Hill was the winner here uh, last last fall to uh, to take home that one. Josh Berry, Ryan Truex, Tyler Reddick, and Daniel Hemrick rounded out the top five. In the spring, when this was the, um, the Naley Cars 250, uh, there was 11 lead changes, uh, 3,126 uh, green flag passes on this track. Insane. The margin of victory between Ty Gibbs and Austin Hill, 0.178. And then we go back to the 2021 race, 16 lead changes, 1,896 green flag passes. So it doesn't seem quite as different in between the Xfinity race as it does the cup race. But this is still some pretty crazy racing and super speedway style racing, regardless of what it looks like on paper. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, I mean, we're going to say super speedway all week while we're talking about it. We're going to compare statistics from Daytona and Talladega. It's not exactly those because it is a little bit of a smaller track. Of course, you're cutting about a mile off. So it is more compact, but they're wide open. They're going to be drafting. It's going to be two by two. You might see a little bit of three wides. It's it's not going to be as easy to go three wide as as Daytona and Talladega because it is a short, you know, skinnier track. It's not not quite as wide, um, but should be action packed racing. There's going to be the big wrecks that the super speedways provide, which means, again, <laughs> going into a super speedway more so than you should do this every week, but more so than any week. Just count on all these bets to lose and be happy with whatever cashes. Hopefully, you hit a big one or two. Um, and, and anybody can win these races. Anybody can get top finishes. Anybody can win head to heads because shit is just going to be so crazy. Also, one thing that is going to be different this year, they moved the commitment line for the pit lane. I don't know if you saw this rod all the way back to turn three. Mm -hmm. So that, and there's still been some discussion on potential, Maybe they have two different speed limits or not, but I don't. But as of right now, the commitment line is on the back of the back stretch at the beginning of turn three. So if they're going to pit during green flags, 
they're going to have to slow down on the backstretch, get down to pit road speed, go all the way through turn three, all the way through turn four, on to pit road, not speeding that entire time. So there is likely going to be a plethora of speeding penalties this weekend. That could go either way, because if you get a speeding penalty early, you're kind of out of the pack and you miss the big ones. That might actually be decent for you. It could put you way behind the eight ball and never recover. So that's definitely going to be something to keep an eye on. Uh, I would expect more speeding penalties this week than we've seen in quite some time. Yeah, and they did that because they didn't want the drivers to come blaring through like they did before. I mean, what was it before at the end of turn four, right? So obviously right, yeah, they had... a normal yeah. entrance of pit road, basically. And yeah, they feel like with these speeds, with the draft being used and everything, uh, it's going to gonna be a little more safer to, to put it farther back, but it is going to make for interesting for when they do make green flag pit stops. Um, you know, especially some of these guys in the lower series. I mean, the cup guys speed all the time too. guys like Kyle Busch, guys like Brad Keselowski. They push it so much. They get caught speeding a lot. That's a long time. It's not like F1 where they've got, they literally have cruise control in F1 on pit road. And I believe IndyCar is the same way. Like you just hit the button and it takes you the proper speed. NASCAR doesn't have that and they don't have speedometers. So it's not keep it under 45. You got to match up the lights. You got to match up the RPMs. It's not very easy no it's like landing a a ship or a plane on a ship no i'm just kidding it's not it's way <laughs> it's way easier than that but I, I, yeah, it is pretty difficult pretty yeah <laughs> well yeah, and so <laughs> here's the thing too uh when it comes to to that obviously you you on a normal super speedway you have like you had said before that extra mile literally the extra mile that uh, that you can kind of coast and you know, get gauge, but a mile and a half at those speeds, that comes at you quick. So adjustments, they'll have to be made within a fraction of a second. So yeah, there's going to be, this is going to be a very interesting uh, experiment and, and to see how many people get nabbed for speeding, especially in that first pit, uh, that first pit sequence, because if it's a green flag pit sequence, I mean, you know, and, and who knows how many we're going to get too, honestly. Um, this this because there could be enough cautions to sort of bunch the field back up and and keep them pitting, uh, which again is something we'll have to pay attention to as well. Right, yeah, and you, you just never know. And another another thing too, there is not practice for any series this weekend, so they are not going to have practice. Um, they'll get a shot of practice on pit road. Bob Pockris says. Uh, following their qualifying lap, basically that's going to be your chance to 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 get your practice in. Um, beyond that, he says beyond entry, there also be the element of going pit road speed on the apron. Yeah, we already talked about that, and there won't. Though he says there won't be a different speed from the commitment line to turn four, so it is going to be the one pit road speed for the entire thing. Uh, so that's going to be that's going to be interesting. Uh, as if we weren't already in for a wild ride this uh, this weekend, where this is going to throw a gigantic wrench into the whole thing. And all three series, it's best believe though, these Xfinity guys, they're going to have the opportunity to watch the trucks. I mean, and obviously the trucks, to a lesser degree, don't necessarily have the same sort of, you know, I guess handling tendencies as their cars. But I mean, the concept is still the same. Can you get down to pit row speed? And and obviously for the trucks, it's still just quite as difficult. Can you do that in the time they're given, right? I mean, we're going to learn that. Now, we're going to learn Friday night whether or not that's, first of all, possible. And second of all, the Xfinity guys are going to show us whether or not it's really possible. 
yeah they're gonna they're gonna have to figure it out quick figure it out on the fly but that's why they get paid to do it i guess i will tell you though that none of our bets really surround that i mean logic i mean the only thing is is it could really hurt a bet if somebody gets caught speeding so just i mean there's no way to handicap that or 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 anything so it's just a shit show but just something to watch out for on this track that's that's going to be different from when we were here last season and again too just a reminder too if you're looking back you know if you're doing your own research looking back atlanta i wouldn't look past last year's results on anything right because it's they repaved the track last year that's when it switched to the super speedway style uh and then again every statistic i'm going to use is going to be atlanta last year and daytona talladega performances because that seems to be what's going to translate the most to to this track and this style of racing, and we saw that both times we visited here last season with uh, with these series. What do you mean you can't handicap a pit road speeding penalty, Cody? What you're supposed to be the best well, in the business. All right, everybody. Well, I mean, you, I mean, if you really want to break down who gets caught speeding a lot, I already told you it's Kyle Busch and Brad Keselowski. So it's true. It's true. Yeah, those guys. <laughs> <laughs> they suffer so badly. Uh, all right, and and you're absolutely right. So, I, in fact, this is it's a good segue into the the final part of the race preview. Anyways, is that you know when you are going back to do your research, I know people always like to bring up comp tracks and everything like that, and there's really no comparable track to Atlanta other than Atlanta last year because it's the only mile and a half super speedway in the entire circuit. You can go ahead and look at Daytona. We will. You can go ahead and look at Talladega. We will. We'll, we'll give you some of the looks back at what they've done on the super speedways. But just understand, this is still a completely different animal altogether. These Xfinity racers aren't racing the type of package that the Cup guys are, obviously. And so it's just, you know, there's a complete madness. And then, of course, we also know Ty Gibbs no more, A.J. Allmendinger no more, uh, Noah Gragson no more. Like, all those guys have moved on to the Cup Series. And so now we're left behind with, the folks that uh, that were left behind. So we'll bring up a lot of those names. A lot of them we talked about last week too. So uh, just a lot of stuff to, to, to take into account. But the heaviest thing that weighs on this is how they did last year, especially with the Xfinity guys because they've been running the same cars uh, for a very long time. And so you can kind of compare even this year with the Cup Series cars, and we'll get to that in a little while too. Um, it, it's kind of not even comparable because it's just the way they've, They've keep changing these cars and keep changing everything that's going on with them. Yeah. And then two, just a note, one uh, Cup Series guy entered. Justin Haley is going to be in the number 10 car. Uh, and don't be confused if you see Chastain in the 91. That is Chad Chastain, not Ross. That is Ross's little, I think he's a little brother, but brother either way. Uh, so don't don't go thinking that's Ross. Chad is not Ross for sure. <laughs> that is the cantaloupe man. He is yes, not the watermelon uh, man. Yeah. He's the whatever a lesser fruit than a watermelon is. That's what Chad is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Chad. You're probably a great guy. Sorry, Let's have a beer. I'm sure, you are. Let's have, <laughs> Let's a, have beer. a watermelon together. Let's have a watermelon beer together. Oh, those are good. All right. We're, yeah, yes. We've already digressed into into beer talk <laughs> yeah. last time, so let's let's not do that again. Uh, we'll we'll have to do a NASCAR gambling podcast uh, after hours beer party with with the listeners. If you guys want that, join Discord. Tell us that yes. we want to want to do that. Uh, a couple other quick notes to hit, too, just real fast. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, Rod's not allowed to speak on this, but uh, he's confirmed officially for Coda, which I believe is actually next week. And he will also be racing in the Coca-Cola 600. Um, is Coda next week? Coda is next week. So that'll be great. We'll see him there. It's going to be, man, we'll get into that next week, obviously, but loaded field with all these F1 guys, IndyCar guys, Jimmy Johnson. Going to be exciting. So, uh, yeah, we'll definitely get into that. Uh, Denny Hamlin, 
potentially in some hot water. He said on uh, his Actions Detrimental podcast that he's doing now that he basically wrecked Ross Chastain on purpose. Um, and that's great. And I love that he's honest about that. But NASCAR is now looking into that because they heard that as well. We'll see if there's a penalty from there. Uh, William Byron admitted to wrecking. I can't remember who it was last year, but basically in the post race, he said, yeah, I wrecked him. And he got fined and he was docked points. Uh, the over They overturned the points in the um appeal process and so they do and then they doubled the fine so he just got i think he was fined fifty thousand dollars i would expect maybe hamlin gets fined which whatever is i whatever yeah i don't know but anyways uh bubba was also suspended later in the season for wrecking larson but that was a much more egregious uh yeah that was a different situation so um and then also it sounds like wednesday is when we'll hear announcements on if hendrick does get a penalty we kind of talked about that a little bit on the recap show Sunday night uh, with those Louviers or whatever that were confiscated. Um, it does sound like there is a potential. So if you remember back to last year at Daytona, RFK and Penske, the Ford teams got caught drilling holes into the tire well, something to make it easier to change the tires. Originally, it was a big deal. And then they explained why they did it, how they did it. And now all the teams do it. NASCAR did not find them for that or anything. There is potential that this is the same kind of situation, so we'll see. But otherwise, we also talked about potential four race suspensions for all the crew chiefs. You know, up to a hundred points uh, or hundred thousand dollar fines. You could get yeah, hundred point suspensions or a uh, hundred points to docked away or whatever. So, be interesting to see. We may know by the time we record uh, the Truck Series episode tomorrow. And be able to talk about that more, but uh, watch for that news. I will share that when I see it in the Discord as well. And we'll definitely have more updates on that Danny Hamlin situation by the time we get to the Cup Series one on Friday as well, uh, or yeah, Thursday, Friday. I don't know. Whatever day, whatever day is a day. I don't even know what day today is. One of the days this week. One of the days. But uh, I do love that he was like, I just let the wheel go, and it was like, go with God. I, I just let the wheel go, and I said, if if we're gonna go, we're gonna go. But yeah, and I mean, I almost hope that they. D- I, I get why they maybe have to penalize him for that, but like, I love that he's got the platform he has now and he's just being honest about it. Like, and I don't want him to be, have to be reserved about what he says. Cause I, I was looking forward all day. I was like refreshing my feed, waiting for that podcast to drop. Cause I want to hear what he had to say about it. And then it's uh it paid off. Cause he just, yeah. Said he wrecked him basically. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and again, that's, this is a discussion for another episode, but I, I do, I do enjoy that. And I, I hope that the, yeah, I hope the penalty's not as stiff because we need a little more controversy in our lives in NASCAR. Agreed. <laughs> uh, all right, Cody, let's say we get to some bets. Shall we? We've got plenty picked out for this race. And uh, I know Cody's still filling out the sheet as far as adding like 16 to, other bets. I had bets. to get a new uh, new piece of uh, no, a new notebook today, Rod. My other one got full. Ooh. So we got some fresh some fresh paper over here. I love it. Love it. Love it. statistics on it that I'm going to read off really fast. And uh, yeah. Let's Beautiful. Go. Let's go. All right. We're going to do that after the break. Let's hit it first and tell you about WinBet. It's the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now live in Massachusetts and a ton of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time during WinBet Win Hour. Marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. It's happening right now. 
So many ways to bet on the big dance. So sign up today. You're going to get a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs, only like every single one of you out there, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you're going to get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. And all you got to do is head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older or present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The DJ and Dance, our March Madness bankroll contest, is back. It's free to enter. And $1,000 in cash and prizes is up for grabs. Plus... We've got first half under bingo where you can win an SGPN gift card. Enter both contests right now on the SGPN app. So much stuff to bet on. So much money to win. I cannot wait for this race because I want to wash the taste of last week's race out of my mouth quickly. So let's uh, let's stack up some tickets and let's let's cash them all this week, shall we? Yes, that sounds like a great idea, Rod. I'm going to start off with uh, who's quickly becoming a Discord favorite, Riley Herbst. He is matched up with Sheldon Creed. This is minus 110. It's actually minus 120 on the Creed side of things, so Creed is favored, but I really like the Riley Herbst side of things. Uh, Riley Herbst, we talk about this almost every week, is a reliable finisher week in and week out, and that is the case at Super Speedways as well. Um, he's got six starts at Talladega. He's got an 11th, a 7th, a 4th in six of those starts. Um, he At Daytona, he's finished 6th here just a couple weeks ago in Daytona. Uh, he's got a 15th place finish there, a uh, 14th place finish, a 10th place finish, and a 4th place finish in eight starts. And last year at Atlanta, again, the one, the one time we have to compare to this, he finished ninth and 4th at this track. Sheldon Creed. You go to Daytona, he's got four starts, 34, 36th, a sixth, and then another 32nd. Um, you go over to Talladega, 12th in one race, 24th in the other. Now, he did finish ninth and 12th at Atlanta last year, so he survived the chaos and, and had decent finishes, um, but he was behind uh, Riley Herbst in both those races anyways. So basically, this is the same argument I would make at any other track. Riley Herbst, reliable to get to the finish. Sheldon Creed, not reliable to get to the finish. Herbst has the much better uh, uh, <laughs> I lost the word I was looking for there, Rod, but he's got the much better pedigree on the super speedways. Uh, my mind just went totally blank. It's late, so I'm going to blame <laughs> it on that. But, uh, but no, Riley Herbst, much better track record, I think is what I was going for. Uh, at the super speedways than Sheldon Creed. And again, just on a week to week basis, much more reliable to finish the races. Of course, yes, like any other super speedway can get caught up in the shit, but I trust Riley Herbst much more than Sheldon Creed. So I'm going to take him in this head to head at minus 110. You know, I've, I've said it before and I love me, my favorite Canadian via California. I really do. But unfortunately, I have watched him just tank it so many times. And then he, he rebounded last week, and I was like, oh, I want to love you, but I've been burned far too many times. It's like I put myself on, on a self-proclaimed 10 car in the uh, timeout in the Cup Series. I, I think I'm putting myself on a two-car timeout 
uh, over here. And listen, I, I, I raise my fists and I don't normally champion myself very often because, you know, when you start to get too proud is when you start to fall down even farther. But I, I loved Riley Herps right from the beginning of the season. And, uh, you know, I was on him a little early, so I, I got mocked a little bit, but I, I took my lumps and I stuck with them and he's proven that he's can do okay. And I think uh, I'm happy with the results. So I like the uh, Herps side of this as well. Cody. All right. I am going to take for mine one. So this is me learning on the fly. All right. This is me learning from my mistakes because last week I said to you, there is no way that I want to take a guy that is not a, a Xfinity series regular who has barely done well on any sort of track whatsoever. Uh, and he's done okay here and there, but by and large, not over an Xfinity series regular. So I said, fade Ryan Truex. Well, Ryan Truex pretty much listened to the pod, drove his way to a second place finish last week and proved me the hell wrong. Well, this week, I am going to go ahead and say to you, I think Ryan or Ryan Truex will be a top three car on this track. And, and this is where you say, Rod, what? And I say to you, he did it last season. He actually did it in the fall of 2022, where Ryan Truex started in 21st position and drove his way to a third place finish. Now, that says something to me. It gets also, now look, we said we're not going to take too many Atlantas in our in our uh, past last season in our consideration, but he has not finished outside of 11th place on this track at all. So I kind of like the fact that he's still, he's familiar or he's comfortable in Atlanta and he can get some good finishes there. So I'm going to go ahead and, and say that maybe he'll do it again for me and prove me right this time. Uh, as opposed to proving me wrong. In Daytona, as an Xfinity driver, he has only been on this track four times. Um, his best finish was seventh in 2018 in Daytona. Um, so, again, not the world's best super speedway racer, especially on the Xfinity series. But, again, we saw a little bit of chaos take place last week, and he managed to plow his way through it for a second-place finish. I mean, this is... We're prepping for chaos, right? This is our our tag phrase for the rest of the season. We're prepping for chaos on Atlanta. Ryan Truex, a top three finish. I like the odds on this one as well. It's a plus 380. So I'll take a chance. Yeah, and we've talked about it before, and I don't have any actual like statistics to back this up, but from my viewing part of things, it feels to me like Xfinity ends up being more chalk more often than the other two series. Like you're still going to get long shot winners. Jeremy Clements won at Daytona last year. He was like 150 to once. Like it still can happen there, but with the Austin Hill types and very much reflected in his odds this week, the Justin Haley types that have, have gone on just streaks and won continuously at these tracks in the Xfinity series. It, it does seem like sometimes it's less chaotic in the Xfinity series than the other two series and things just turn out a little bit more generic-wise. And in that case, you have a guy like Ryan Truex. Gibbs has proven to be fast to start the season. That's not been a question. It's been Sammy Smith, obviously, winning last week. John Hunter Nemechek winning a couple weeks ago. Smith has been fast every week. Truex was fast last week. These Gibbs cars, except for Joe Graff, because he's not good when he gets in those cars, uh, have been fast, and Truex proved it last week. I'm still not a big, huge fan of betting on anyone with the name Truex at this point in my life. But 
in this good of equipment for a top three at plus 380, uh, you are getting value there uh, for for being in that good of equipment. And, you know, even if there is chaos, obviously he could survive and get that. But if it does lend to be less of a chaotic race, I, I think that gives him an even better chance because he's just going to have fast equipment that can be up front. Um, so, so yeah, good, good value. And, and I'll back you on that. Next up for me, this one is kind of a toss up matchup. Uh, it's Ryan Sieg over Her- or, ooh, I almost said Harrison over Jeb ooh. Burton uh, instead. Harrison's the one that can't drive in the cup series. Uh, Ryan Sieg over Jeb Burton at minus one Oh five. Just really the price on this is what kind of shocked me. Ryan Sieg is a, I mean, these guys are both veterans of this series, but Ryan Sieg is a much better veteran. In my opinion, I don't know why Jeb Burton is, is the favorite in this. Cause Jeb is minus minus one twenty five on the other side of this. So basically for me, this was even money on Ryan Sieg. Ryan Sieg is a great speedway racer. Really great. I bet him every single, he's, he's almost my Corey LaJoy, not as good of odds, but my Corey, well, now maybe because LaJoy's odds not as good this this week, but uh, make sure you go get down on that. I think it's 75 to one right now. Make sure you get on that. But anyways, Ryan Sieg, uh, very good consistently at super speedways. Jeb Burton, not bad as well. Um, honestly, I, I don't, I can't tear a big hole in, in Jeb Burton like a Sheldon Creed where he's got a bunch of bad finishes. He's got some solid finishes. One at Talladega a couple years ago. But Ryan C consistently good at these tracks. Uh, at Daytona, he's got seven top ten finishes. His last five races at Talladega, a fourth place, a fourth place, 11th, fifth, and second. Um, and then the two Atlanta races last season, 15th and 10th. So not quite as good, but survived it, was running at the end. Uh, and again, that's that's three-quarters of the battle right there. Um, but so I'm going to take Ryan, Ryan Sieg over Jeb Burton. There's got too many Burtons, too many Sieg's. Cause I got, you got Kyle Sieg, you got Ryan Sieg, you got Jeb Burton, Jeff Burton, Ward Burton, Harrison Burton. There's all kinds of Burtons, but, uh, no, Ryan, Ryan Sieg over Jeb Burton minus one Oh five. Again, if you're going to bet head to heads in super speedways, which are, is tougher to do than at a regular track, just because of the variance. If you're getting a guy at plus money or at the you know more even side of things or as the underdog, even with the, the Herps Creed matchup, Herps is, is the underdog at minus 110. I feel like that's automatic built-in value just because it is such a toss-up of anything can happen. But uh, again, somebody I trust more, Ryan Sieg, I trust as much as almost any driver when it comes to a super speedway. So going to stick with him over Jeb Burton at minus 105. Yeah, I mean, you once again jumped in the dock early. Uh, I was going to find a betting angle on Sieg, but you threw that, that in first, there. That was the first thing I wrote. I just scrolled to the end and wrote Sieg. Just I didn't even write which one. Sieg. I knew you would know. No, I knew exactly what you were talking about. So I was like, well, that takes him off my plate, so I'll just go ahead and move on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I do like Sieg over Burton on this one as well. Uh, all right, I'm going to I'm gonna have you guys watching the ticker deep down now. I'm going to have you guys way down watching. We've said before that the, more, the most fun you can have betting this is sweating the 30th place car, and I feel like I'm going to have you doing something in, to that effect where I've got uh, Brett Moffitt over Kaz Grala. Now, neither one of these names are names that we bring up very often on this show, and in fact, I don't know that I've ever said the name Brett Moffitt on this program before, but today is the first. I, this matchup just appeared out of nowhere, and I thought, 
we talk about all of the Algiers of the world. We talk about the Smiths of the world. We talk about the Herps of the world. We never give any airtime to the Moffats and the Grawlers of the world. So I decided to go ahead and pick uh, Brett Moffat over Kaz Grawla. Now, Grawla is at plus 100 on this side of it. So if you really wanted to get frisky and take that, I don't know that I'd blame you. Uh, but the reason I'm taking Brett Moffitt is just kind of overall what he's done this season. He hasn't been fantastic, but he did have a ninth place finish in California and a 13th place finish last week at Phoenix. His average finish is 18.3 this season. Turn around to Kaz Grala. His only good finish of the season came in California, a 13th place finish. Uh, he averages a 25th place finish so far this season. He finished 32nd at Daytona whereas Moffitt finished uh, 29th, so he definitely got him there already. Look back at what he's done in Kaz Grala in Daytona. Daytona, he's got a fourth place, a fifth place finish, and then a 32nd place finish. He only raced uh, two races in 2018 and had a fourth and uh, fifth place finish, but he raced in the number 24 car and the number 61 car. Uh, this this year, he's in the 26th, Then he got a 31st place finish in that Sam Hunt car uh, in Tal Talladega, only two races there where he finished 20th and 29th. So Kaz Grala not known for his super speedway prowess. However, Brett Moffitt not necessarily known for that as well either. His average finish in Daytona in six career starts is 21.2. Uh, he does have a second place finish though at Daytona as an Xfinity driver. Uh, Talladega a little better. His average finish is 16.3 there. He's got a fifth place finish and did that in 2020 uh, and he started six times there. So again, I want you ticker watching all the way down. I want you mad that they're not moving to the 31st place car or the 28th place car to see where this matchup is. But I'm going to give Brett Moffitt a little bit of an edge. I really, I like I said, I feel like he's going to be a, a little better off and, and a little bit better of a veteran driver in these situations, in these super speedway situations. So uh, I'm going to give the edge to Brett Moffitt. I have a fun stat for you, Rod. Oh, bring the it. The 2015 NASCAR Cup Series Rookie of the Year, Brett Moffitt. Get out of here. He was racing in two different cars, Michael Waltrip racing the number 55, and he was in the front row, number 34 car. Uh, split time in, in both of those cars that season. Uh, actually missed two races. He did not race. No, he missed three races. <laughs> Still won the rookie of the year. I think he was running unopposed, but uh, I thought that was that was interesting. He's he's been it's he's had such a weird career because he he won the trucks here. So he was rookie of the year then. Kind of bounced around in the Cup Series. You know, stayed with front row in twenty fifth. Well, it was with front row Michael Waltrip twenty fifteen. Then he was with uh, BK Racing in uh, twenty seventeen, and then. Back into the truck series, won the truck series championship in 2018, and then it's like he's just kind of bounced around ever since. He's never really landed back in a good seat. It's been it's been a strange ride, but he is a veteran who's been around a long time. He's a 30 year old. He's I mean he's got 91 truck series starts, 80 Xfinity series starts, 45 Cup series starts. So he's been doing it for a while. Um, and Kaz Grala again, kind of an up and coming name. He's gets, you know, looks good in spots, spurts here and there. Uh, but yeah, with the the lack of the super speedway experience and results, uh, I'm going to back you on this one and, and stick with Brett Moffat. Sweet. Let's see how many people tail me on that one. <laughs> hey, 
that's I, I'm telling you, man, these are the fun ones to get. Like if you can get, I wish, I wish we could get a matchup every week of like Cody Ware versus BJ McLeod. Like I would love to bet on that every week and just watch the bottom of the t- ticker, like you said, and then see. You know, you got to wait for it to flip over to the <laughs> to thirty sixth and th- and thirty fifth to see which one's ahead of the other one. But that's always it's great. Fun. I love it. And me too. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm always like, look at, okay, sure, yeah, you're showing me the front two runners. That's fine. Show me the twenty seventh place car. I want to see it. I got something riding on it. Exactly. <sighs> All right. Next up for me, I am going to go with two different guys to finish in the top five. I didn't have enough room for all the bets I like, so I squeezed two into this box. Rod loves it when I do that, but I'll speak quickly. <laughs> Riley Herbst, already talked about him. Uh, again, solid finisher. Love him. He cashed the top five for you last week. Almost cashed the top three. He is plus 350 for a top five this week. Um, I like that. He's also plus 700 for a top three. You know, I'm just going to add that as an official play. Um <laughs> make this box a little bigger go ahead and take both plus 700 great value again you could double dip here you could get the top five you could get the top three spoiler alert i'm gonna give them out to win too so you could triple dip um but riley herbst again has been pretty consistent he's you know got really good finishes at daytona really good finishes at talladega last year in atlanta he did finish fourth in the fall race so the last time we were at atlanta he finished fourth place that's in the top five and again only one spot out of the top three you can finish fourth at a super speedway. You can finish first. You can finish second. You can finish third. So he could cover both of those. And I had to toss in some Jeffrey Earnhardt love. Love me some Jeffrey Earnhardt. I, I, I was so close to adding him as a winner. I couldn't pull the trigger. He is uh, 150 to one, though, if you're interested. I'm not going to put that out there officially, but might come back and clip this later if it does hit. Uh, <laughs> but for a top five finish for Jeffrey Earnhardt, he is at 18 to 1. Again, this is kind of a long shot. This is hoping for some chaos. Um, but we've seen flashes from Jeffrey Earnhardt. Not always the greatest results from him on super speedways, but he does have five top 20 finishes at Daytona. That tells me that he can be running at the end in these races. Again, if you're running in the end, that's all that matters. Uh, last year at Atlanta, he finished 19th and 13th. So again, not great finishes, but not horrible finishes. He survived any chaos there was. And a 13th place finish is a decent finish. He's in that Alpha Prime car. Those are not bad cars. We've seen him have some success on super speedways before. Uh, Talladega, he had a second place finish there. And he's got five top 16 finishes. It was only four top 15. So I wanted to throw in that 16th place finish, make it sound a little better. But he does have five top 16 finishes there as well. So again, it's an 18 to one for a reason, but he's good enough. He's got that Earnhardt blood in him. You got to think that something transferred all the way from grandpa. Uh, Dale Earnhardt senior courses is grandpa. He's got, he's got that Earnhardt blood and they know how to race on super speedways. I can't, you know, if there's an Earnhardt race in a super speedway, you got to throw something on him, Rod. And, uh, we almost we did have him in that race where he finished second place last season at Talladega. I think he was 100 to 1, 150 to 1 then as well. Boy, so close to hitting that one. That would have been a fun time. But 18 to 1 for the top 5 this week. So, I'm going to throw that in there along with the Riley Herps top 5 at plus 350 and top 3 at plus 700. Good calls all of them. Uh, and uh, again, I can't really get me on the Daniel Hemrick because, or the Daniel Hemrick, uh, that's my next one, on the uh, Riley Herps because I definitely love me some Riley Herps. So anywhere you can get Riley Herps for anything, 
um, I say take it because I, I very much love Riley Herbst. I think he's just going to have a good day. He, he's been clean, and he's been able to find his way to the front. So I, I do love that. And uh, Earnhardt, can't argue with your logic there. Uh, obviously, it's an Earnhardt. It's a, it's a super speedway. The heart says, the heart plays what the heart wants to play uh, in this instance. So I love that one as well. Uh, okay, my next bet is Daniel Hemrick. Yay, I'm taking him over young Sam Mayer. Uh, and I'm heartbroken to do so because uh, I do, again, love me some Sam Mayer. I've, I think I'm trying to slowly convince Cody that Daniel Hemrick is okay to actually bet on this season. Maybe not for wins. Not going to happen. But at least in some head-to-heads and, and anything of that nature. Um, it was a rough go last week in Phoenix. He started third, finished 10th. Uh, but that was the second 10th place finish in a row. And then he had a 12th place in Fontana. <clears throat> Unfortunately, he crashed out of Daytona this year. But, uh, you know, for, for Daniel Hemrick on the track here in Atlanta, uh, last season he finished up with a 5th place finish on this track. Unfortunately, he crashed out of the spring race so we didn't get to see him there uh at daytona not the greatest of of uh luck in fact the last couple of races he hasn't finished he was on the damaged vehicle policy in the spring and he crashed out of this early like i said uh daytona but he does have three top 10 finishes here as an xfinity driver um talladega actually a little bit of a better track for him where he's got three top 10 finishes and seven starts, uh, including last year, last fall, he had an eighth place finish. Uh, and then in the fall of 2021, he had a fourth place finish here as well. But for Sam Mayer, um, you know, look, he's had a, a good start to the season, right? He crashed out of Daytona as well, unfortunately. Uh, second in Fontana, seventh in Las Vegas, 11th in Phoenix. But I'm, I'm really basing all of mine off of what we've seen, not only here, where last year was abysmal for him. He finished 21st place in the spring in this race uh, and crashed out of the fall race, and he finished 34th on this. Daytona, not been good to Sam Mayer. 27th, 34th, 30th, and 12th in his four starts going back to 2021. Talladega, well, he did get second place uh, in in the fall race of last year, but before that, 28th. 38th wrecked out of both of those brutal sam mayer does not know how to keep himself clean in super speedway racing i mean he did it once that's fine but overall daniel hemrick has the much better record track record cody when it comes to super speedway racing than does sam mayer and i like this especially at minus 110 good luck to you rob I will say Sam Mayer was running second in the, at Daytona on the last lap until he ended up upside down. So he was there at least. He's he's getting better. Uh, I heard you say Hemrick crashes a lot. I don't know. That's I, all I got. Well, they all do now. <laughs> I just I can't talk myself into him. I mean, I guess if you're going to bet Hemrick, you you now is the time to bet him on a super speedway, right, where anybody can get it done because we know he can't get it done anywhere else. So <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is maybe this is the week to bet on him. I'll go. I'll, I'll go with that angle. I'm Jesus, not going to do it. But. Cody, our beer list is growing, man. We there's so many drivers we have to have beers with now. It's I don't get it. All right, hey, I'm, I'm just saying it's you know it's you know you got to know where to bet and uh, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, and you fold them on on Daniel Hemrick most of the time. So. Uh, all right, next next up for me. <laughs> Parker Kligerman, another guy I love to bet on on super speedways. 
I got him to win Group D at plus 360, and I also have him to get a top five finish at plus 400. I probably should have had the Group D pulled up, but I am quickly doing so. Uh, it's Sheldon Creed, it's Brandon Jones, it's Riley Herbst, and it's Parker Kligerman in this group. Uh, Kligerman is plus 360. He is the, the least favored in this one. Uh, Sheldon Creed already made a case against him. He's not great at super speedways. Brandon Jones, he's good at super speedways, but he's had a horrible start to the season, so you can't trust him right now. Riley Herbst, I did make the case for him. I like him. This is a good way to hedge that, though, because if something does happen to him, opens up the Parker Kligerman thing, and really, Kligerman could finish well, and so could Riley Herbst, and he could cash all of it. So Parker Kligerman, plus 360 to win this group. And for the top five finish at plus 400, looking back at his statistics, uh, Talladega, last season, he finished in sixth place. His previous Xfinity Series start at Talladega was in 2013, but he finished sixth then as well. Um, and then his other Xfinity start was 2010. He wrecked out then and finished 31st. Daytona finished 23rd in the spring. If you remember going back to that race, though, they were very, very single file at the end of that race. And every time he looked up, that 48 car was looking for friends. He'd pop out of line. Nobody ever wanted to go with him. But he's not afraid to make those moves. And he did it five or six times. It cost him. And he went to the back and finished in 23rd eventually. But he is willing to make those moves. And he'll be aggressive when he needs to be, which you need to be on super speedways sometimes, especially if you want to get these finishes. So hopefully these guys learn from that. Because if you remember... That race was just so weird where they just strung out and nobody ever formed up. And then the last lap they form up and then all the JRM cars wreck each other and Sam Mayer goes flips over and it was just a strange ending. But hopefully they'll be more aggressive this time. Maybe that's why things finish more chalky in Xfinity. They're good with riding around. But Kligerman, good on super speedways. Um, you go back to the truck series last season. Uh, he finished fifth at Daytona, ninth at Talladega. Um, he did not run Atlanta last year in either series. Uh, so no, he's not been on this track in this in this package or with the, the super speedway style yet. But plus 360, I like him to win that group. Plus 400 for the top five. Uh, Kligerman, another guy I just really love betting on when it comes to super speedway racing. You love you some Parker Kligerman. Like there's, I, I almost need to cue up the harp for Kligerman every time you bring him up. So um, I yeah, won't. Though. And if it seems like I'm sometimes just hitting on the same guys every time we go to super speedways, because that can be the case in, in some of these cases, there's probably a good reason for it, because I've probably won money from them, maybe even multiple times. And you just sometimes you keep going back to the well that that feeds you and that, is, you know, if it's paying off, why change? Why fix what's not broken? Rob? Look, the mission statement for this show has always been to help you win money. If it's entertaining along the way, that's fantastic. But, I mean, listen, the whole goal of this show is to hopefully get you to win some money. So if we know that somebody's a good bet, we're going to tell you the good bet. We're not going to try to be flashy just for flashy's sake. I mean, that's just, I think you've learned through 130 episodes that we're, you know, we love to have fun and talk about it. But bottom line is we want to win you money. So, like... You know, it, it, and it, it, we take it personally when we don't get to like, that's, you think that we just, you know, out here cranking out episodes, but boy, I tell you behind the scenes, like we, we've hit each other over the head a few times. Like, man, I'm, I'm a little bit sad that we didn't, we didn't cash some tickets this, for folks this week. Yeah, no, hundred percent. It's yeah. That's heartbreak for us. 
ride along as it with as it is with you. Yeah. So uh, that's that's what I'm saying. If we bring up the same names, it's because they're the the reliable ones to win us money. Um, and then of course we do get flashy with a little bit of Brett Moffat and Kaz Grala, but yeah. again, that should probably win you some money as well. Uh, decent amount. Exactly. Uh, all right. Listen. What do they say in in fantasy football? Never, never chase points from last week. Well, uh, you know, the, in racing, momentum is everything. All right, and we we've seen it, uh, especially last week in the Cup Series, where we saw William Byron once again ride his way to a second win, and we'll obviously we we'll talk about that in the Cup. But I'm chasing points this time, and I'm going to pick Sammy Smith over Josh Berry. Um, obviously, we know that Sammy Smith won last week. Um, but for Josh Berry, it's not been what we hoped it had been. We were hoping for wins. And, and this is the mark of a, of a, of a person that we really were high on coming into the season. Cause he, he's only finished outside of the top 10 once this season. And that was it at Daytona to start the year since then a fifth place at Fontana, fifth place at Las Vegas, eighth place at Phoenix. That's not a bad year. Any other driver probably in the bottom half, a Brett Moffitt would love a, a statistical year like this but for josh barry he wants to win races and it's not happening for him uh and in fact if you go back last season he did have a second place finish here in the in the fall but he had a 33rd 33rd place finish in the spring he crashed out of that first iteration of the of the race going back to daytona and josh barry i mean he's a junior motorsports car you would think that they would be fantastic at, at super speedways his average finish at Daytona as an Xfinity driver is 21.8. He had a 26th place uh, in the in just this last race to start the season, 18th place last fall, 16th place in 2022 in the spring, and a 27th in his first attempt here in the spring of 2021. He crashed out of that. Talladega, a little better. He had a 5th place finish last fall, an 11th place finish in the spring, 9th and then at uh, 31st place in his first attempt at this as well. Sammy Smith, fun fact, has never been on Talladega as an Xfinity Series driver. He does have two starts on Daytona. Uh, he had a 19th place finish, obviously uh, finishing better than did uh, Josh Berry to start the season, and then a 38th place finish in his first attempt on this. Atlanta... Uh, again, he's never been on this track as an Xfinity driver, so this will be his first time out, but he got a good taste of, of, um, of restrictor plate, of super speedway driving uh, in Daytona and didn't do that badly. Obviously won his first race. It's been a fast car, right? I mean, he's hovering around the top 15 uh, until last week when he finally broke through, but uh I might be done. And when, winning is contagious, and being up front is contagious. You get your first win, like Cody always says, it's a little bit easier to get that second. It's a little bit easier to run up front. So I think Sammy Smith may have something figured out. He's going to be in contention, I think, for the better part of this race. Josh Berry will be too, but I think by the end of it, Sammy may, may kind of parlay what he learned last week into a, a, a better finish in Atlanta. Yeah, I like it. Dale Earnhardt Jr. said today on his uh, Dale Jr. download, that they've had some speed in those cars, but they really need to work harder and find better speed in those JRM cars. Uh, the, the Joe Gibbs cars have been rocket ships in the Xfinity series, not so much in the Cup series, but in the Xfinity series, they have been fast. The JRM guys, 
we've seen them wreck each other out. I and think in every single say. race yeah. so far this season, they're playing so, pinball with each other. I don't know, like yeah, bumper cars. That's got to play into these super, these super speedway races where you're supposed to be working with your teammates. You're supposed to be drafting together, but we even saw it at Daytona. They they were running like two, three, four, five, and, and nobody finished a race because they all wrecked each other. Like, and, and so if you're going to continue to get that, if you you know is Sam Mayer going to want to work with Josh Berry or is Josh Berry going to work with Sam Mayer after Sam Mayer spun him last week? You, you know all this stuff is going to play in. These guys might not have as much help as you would expect on, on a week to week basis. Sammy Smith again has that momentum, so I I don't hate this one. Uh, even though, I mean, a couple weeks ago, you'd have been like, ooh, Josh Perry, like you're going to take him, you know, you're going to take Sammy Smith over him. But now I, I don't think that it's a, a bad thing at all. Sweet. Next up for me, some more Ryan Sieg bets. Uh, I've got him for a top three at 17 to one, a top five at seven to one. I already read off all the statistics. Um, but uh, again, you look back last year, 15th and 10th in those two races here. That's not fifth. No, but. It's in the top 10. It's not that far from fifth. Again, you can be running in the 10th. You can be running in fifth. Um, last five finishes at Talladega. I mean, this is just, this shows you his super speedway prowess. Fourth place in 11th, a fifth, and a second. So in four of those last five at Talladega, you would be cashing this top five at seven to one. Uh, and then again, going back to Daytona, he's got seven top 10 finishes there. He is a guy that can be running up near the front. And again, we don't, we're not getting top tens. I don't know why in Xfinity series, again, they're scared because we would probably eat them alive with Riley Herbst every week. Uh, but it, it just, yeah, I, I don't know. But so we get the top fives at a plus 700 for a guy that consistently finds himself finishing in the top 10, finishing in the top 15 at these tracks with plenty of top five finishes, plenty of chances at wins. Hasn't quite got to victory lane just yet on a super speedway, but it's coming soon. Uh, love these ones for Ryan Sieg. And then again, 17 to one for the top three. If, if you can get in the top five of that seven to one, you can get in the top three for 17 to one. And then that's a double dip for you. That's a real nice payday. All it takes is for a couple of those junior motorsports cars at the front to touch their fenders. And next thing you know, anybody riding behind him is about to bump up another couple of spots. So, uh, yeah. and that's the nice thing too, about this. I mean, you could not pick the winner this weekend. And Ryan Sieg finishes in third place, and you cash a seventeen to one and a seven to one. Like it doesn't. I mean, yeah, you'd like to hit some more of these other ones, but that's going to pay for a majority of your day right there. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, all right, I'm going to go. They didn't have a winning car number over under. They had a winning car odd or even. Um, so if if all of Super Speedway is a coin flip. Give me the plus money side of the coin flip, oh, right? I was going to take this one. I'm glad you did. Ah, yeah, I love it. And, <laughs> I feel and, better now that the number king has, uh, has declared. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it's it's plus 105 on this side of it. It was like minus 110 or something on the other side. So, if, like I said, if everything's a coin flip on a super speedway, let's, let's flip the coin and, and hope it lands on our side of it. Who is an odd number? You ask me. Well, Sam Mayer is in that one car. Justin Allgaier, those are two strong junior motorsports car who if they don't wreck each other out i mean i'm sorry yeah the, if they don't wreck each other out they stand a chance to win we always know justin allgaier is a threat to win anywhere anytime um and and i'm surprised neither one of us actually uh spoiler alert have him but he's a threat so that one car the seven car uh the 11 car of daniel hamrick who i i don't think cody would ever <laughs> bet on him but 
Hell, if he crosses the finish line and, and cashes this, then we're good to go there on several occasions. Uh, Ryan Truex in the 19, Austin Hill in the 21, uh, Brett Moffat in the 25, Jeb Burton in the 27, uh, Parker Retzlaff in the 31, and then Joey Gase in the 35. This is where you start to get a little bit uh, Ryan Sieg in the 39, uh, Ryan mm-hmm. Ellis in the 43, and let's see, Sage Karam in the 45, Jeremy Clements in the 51. We saw that happen already. Daytona, yeah. Right? Patrick Emerling in the 53. And then Chad Chastain in the 91. Those are your odd number cars. Again, at the top of that list, there's a lot more juice. And then, of course, we know that uh, that we've already got a couple of folks we talked about earlier that are in that odd range that pose a threat. So, yeah. Give me, give me odd. There's plenty of odd numbers in there that I like. And I, I like the odds at plus 105. Yeah, and the reason I almost took this one was just the what you said. I mean, it's plus money on a track where almost anybody can win. Why not take the plus money side of things? I look through my list of winners. Spoiler alert, I've got four of them. Three of them are even-numbered cars, so this is a nice hedge off of that. Um, so, yeah, there is that. And, and, I mean, you're getting Austin Hill. That alone, I mean, he is the favorite by a lot. We haven't got to the, the winner odds yet, but... It's Austin Hill at the top, plus 450. And then Justin Haley, the Cup Series regular, is next at plus 800. Like, it's that. it Plus 400 for a super speedway winner. Like, they gifted us Austin Hill at 20 to 1 the last couple of weeks. I was hoping they wouldn't have it this good because he's freaking good on these tracks. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But, man, it's, yeah, I mean, just the fact that you're getting him right there and then plenty of other names in there that could easily win this. And again, the coin toss race, take the plus money on the coin toss. I agree. Um, all right. Well, we'll get to the winners. Let's uh, let's get to those winners. We'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll get to our winners as we always do. But before we do, let us tell you about Underdog Fantasy because we are also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is heating up for March Madness. College Pick'em is a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is already busted right now after day one plus underdog fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props head over to underdogfantasy.com use the promo code sgpn for a 100 deposit bonus up to 100 that's underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpn and for those of you who have helped to make our youtube channel a fun experience we've gone live a couple of times had a blast and we're going to continue to do so uh, just thank you for helping this channel grow, helping make it to what it is. The bosses are taking notice. They're starting to enjoy what they're seeing and hearing about the YouTube channel. So thank you very much. Continue to hit that like button. Continue to smash that little bell uh, and, and let everybody know to do the same. That way they know when we go live and I lose steam during this read as I'll always do. But please, please love us and please do stuff for us. Cody, take it away. Please love us. Please love us. Can you tell that I I was, you know, not necessarily loved as a child? I just, please love us. Well, I love you, Rob. So oh, there thank is that. You. Thank you. Like us, by the way. That's that's what I really want. <laughs> yes, all those things that Rod said, I fully agree with all of them. Uh, please like us. Please love us. Give me validation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Somebody's got to win this race, Cody. Who's going to do it? Somebody's got to win this race, Rod. Again, super speedway racing. I like to do it like the first touchdown bets. Spread it out. 
anybody can win these. Get some good odds. Get some guys at the top of the board. I looked at the very top, Austin Hill. It was tempting. But Justin Haley at 8-1, to one, I felt like was better value in my opinion. Um, Justin Haley <laughs> has dominated on super speedways in his Xfinity career when he was a regular. Um, he has two wins at Daytona and a second place finish there. In 10 starts, five of them have been in the top five where he's finished. Uh, Talladega, he's got five career starts at Talladega in the Xfinity series. He's never finished worse than eighth, and he's won twice. Um, he did not race in this race at Atlanta last season or in the Xfinity series at all. Um, but he is really freaking good at super speedways in the Xfinity. I mean, in the cup series as well, but in the Xfinity series specifically, and I was trying to look up his results in the cup series, even he finished 11th here in the spring and in the fall race, he finished seventh. So, I mean, that goes to show you in the cup series, even he's got good results here. Um, and just absolutely dominant on super speedways in the Xfinity series throughout his career. So, uh, had him again at Daytona. It just, it didn't, I don't know. It didn't, he didn't have as good of a race as I had hoped. Wasn't as many moves to be made. Again, we talked about how everybody was kind of being conservative. Um, but I, I feel like Riley Herbst is, or <laughs> Riley Herbst is too, but I feel like Justin Haley is probably the second best plate racer. Maybe you could make an argument for the best, but um, in this Xfinity series race this weekend, he is really good. He's going to be up there. Again, he could get caught up in the chaos, but I have a feeling you see Justin Haley towards the front almost all day um, and, and putting himself in position to win this race. And if it comes down to it, he knows how to win them. He has done it time and time again on these tracks. Um, so I'm going to ride the the Justin Haley wave at, and again, eight to one. You, I feel, I, I thought that the odds would be flipped, maybe not quite as low as Austin Hill is, but as good as Austin Hill has been to start this season, and that's probably why he won at Daytona as well, and he's been really great on super speedways. But Justin Haley, with his his past here and being a Cup Series driver, I would have thought would have put him at the top of the board. So I feel like you're getting a pretty good deal on him at eight to one. Yeah, you you actually Austin Hill two wins at Daytona, two wins at Talladega in his Xfinity career. So definitely has gotten it done, and in fact. Uh, they're, when you, they're 1A and 1B on super speedways. <laughs> yeah, when you go back through Justin Haley's Xfinity uh, results, he's never finished outside of the top 10 uh, in his five starts in the Xfinity race here. So, yeah, back-to-back -back wins in 2020. Uh, and, and yeah, like you said, just, just completely dominant, especially on Talladega in particular. Yeah, love it. Um, Next up for me, I have Riley Herbst, plus 2,500. So 25 to 1 to win for Riley Herbst. I've made the case. The only thing that concerns me is Riley Herbst aggressive enough to win the race, Rod. That is the only thing that holds me up a little bit. But he's a Discord favorite. I know everybody in the Discord loves him. I can't pass it up. I can't not give it to him for those guys. So shout out to those guys. Um, but I found four different ways to bet on Riley Herbst in this race. That should show you how much I like him this weekend. I want to see that aggression at the end and maybe the non-aggression is what is so good to put him up there. So we need him to be non-aggressive until the last two laps maybe, and then pull out that aggression. 
Uh, you know, the question came up on our recap show last week. Will Riley Herbst ever win a race? If he's going to, Super Speedway is the best chance he's got at it. Maybe he can get it done somewhere else eventually, but Super Speedway is his best chance to do it. Would love to see Riley Herbst do it. I know that the Discord will be absolutely wild on Saturday if he does win. Uh, so I'm going to rooting for that personally. Um, Parker Kligerman, 30 to 1. Uh, again, another guy I've already made the case for. And again, you make the case for these guys to finish in these top fives, these top threes, win these groups. If they can do all of that, they can win the race as well. So, I mean, a, a guy, if Riley Herbst wins this race, you're going to win the head-to-head. -head. You're going to hit him at the top five at plus 350. You're going to hit him at the top three at plus 700. And you're going to hit him at 25 to 1 to win the race. Same thing with Parker Kligerman. Uh, you got the top five at plus 400. You got the winner of Group D at plus 360. If he wins the race as well, 30 to 1. Uh, again, these are your educated guesses on who can survive the chaos best, who's the best at navigating this stuff, who can put themselves in position, who can get these wins. I like Parker Kligerman to do that at 30 to 1. And Ryan Sieg, you know I can't ever pass him up on a super speedway. 60 to 1. They're still disrespecting this man. Hasn't quite gotten that super speedway win yet, but maybe Atlanta is the day. 60 to 1, can't pass it up. So just a quick recap. Justin Haley, 80 to 1. Riley, 80 to 1, I wish. Oof. Let's try that again. Justin Haley, 8 to 1. Riley Herbst, 25 to 1. Parker Kligerman, 30 to 1. Ryan Sieg, 60 to 1. Like your first touchdown bets in uh in football. Split up that unit however you want to. Uh split it in two, whatever. I don't care what you do, but bet on those four guys. Indeed. Well, I'll throw two more onto that pile and I will go Austin Hill. I know you talked about, you know, not, you wish that number was higher. I do too, but at some point you kind of have to take it if you're going to take it. Like Austin Hill at plus 400, he's four to one, obviously the favorite for an absolute 100% reason. And that's because, well, I think I took it for granted to start the year and I got bit. He won Daytona after starting from the pole, he started from the pole in Fontana, uh, finished sixth. He started in ninth place in Las Vegas and finished first. Last week in Phoenix, he started eighth uh, and, and finished seventh, but he did lead 22 laps in that race as well. The dude's averaging a 3.8 uh, finish place finish on the season. Woo, as the Xfinity Series results in Daytona, he's got two wins on that track in four races. In Talladega, not the best. Uh, he started on the pole last fall, finished 14th, crashed out of the first other two. But he's got momentum this season for sure. Uh, and there's a reason why he's at plus 400, right? I mean, there's a reason why the odds are so short on him. And it's not sexy. But if you were talking about a plus 400 bet in any other sport, you would be absolutely thrilled to take that on a shot where this guy's probably got a... a fantastic shot to win the race oh plus 450 now so see the odds are ever in your favor and moving up now um, shop around shop, shop around. around so plus 450 for austin hill if you shop around so i love that i mean i got a little bit better but again there's a reason why he's where he's at and he's been dominant this season to the point where you know i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if he did come out and win this race uh, as he's done in daytona a couple of times before um, and, and just, you know, like I said, it, it's something to look at because you know, very well, Austin Hill has the opportunity to do it. In fact, he did win 
2022, he won this race in the fall and finished second uh, in the spring. So both times he's been out on this track and its configuration now, uh, then he's done very well for himself there as well. So, yeah, Austin Hill is a favorite for a reason. Sometimes you just have to go ahead and lay it and, and know that uh, it's probably going to hit for you. And then I'm throwing in the long shot of Ryan Truex. I say the long shot, but he's 14 to 1. It's not necessarily the longest of shots. It's not, it's not Cody sexy long. Uh, but I think Ryan Truex is a, is a decent enough dart throw on a track like this. Talked about him when we were talking about uh, him in the, in the top three. He did finish third place here last fall, uh, but he finished ninth in the 2018 race and then 11th in the 2011th. They're not a huge, huge uh, track record here, but, um, you know, we're prepping for chaos. And, and I think if Ryan Truex is going to run inside the top three, as Cody has alluded to several times over, if you can run in the top three here, you can win the race. So, uh, and plus, he's in Gibbs equipment this week, right? I mean, he's in that 19 car. He's in Gibbs equipment. I just we've we we talked about how Gibbs are are, are lightning fast this season and good at super speedway racing. And uh, if he's in that equipment, there's no reason why he doesn't have a shot to be up front. Yeah, the Austin Hill pick uh, again. He, he's the best or one of the best. Him and Justin Haley again, the two guys at these super speedways. If it ends up being like a Daytona race, we saw Austin Hill win that, right? Very non-chaotic at the very front. I mean, you had the Sam Mayer flip there on the last lap, but Hill put himself in position to be up front. Um, I think, did he win? He won one of the races here last season, I believe. Um, but he's a Georgia kid. He, he, you know, is so he's local. This means a lot to him. I, I could see him putting himself out front and just never looking back. Let them take each other out behind them and, and just... He's up front all day long. I think we could easily see that from him. So I like it. Uh, I still have a policy against betting on Truex's. So I'll, I'll leave that one for for you and, and everyone else. But uh, yeah, I, I like it. I feel good about these. Yeah. Well, he led 73 laps in that race uh, in Atlanta last, uh, last year, last fall, out of the 163. So he was pretty dominant. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. And that was the same way. Yeah. And then we saw Chase Elliott do the same thing in the Cup Series side of things. So this track, a little more than Daytona and Talladega, can get you to where you have just one guy maybe up front more. It's not as easy to pass as and get those lines going as Daytona and Talladega. There's still going to be plenty of it. There's going to be a lot of side-by-side -side action. But if somebody can get up front and, and play the Pied Piper and lead the field, uh, it's a guy like Austin Hill that's going to do it. Indeed. All right. Let's uh, get your pen and paper out. We're going to go over the bets for you as we head into Atlanta, Hotlanta, as the kids call it. Cody started you out with Riley Herbst over Sheldon Creed at minus 110. I gave you Ryan Truex as a top three driver at plus 380. Cody gave you Ryan Sieg over Jeb Burton at minus 105. Remember that, the, the Ryan Sieg part, not the other Sieg. Uh, I gave you Brett Moffitt over Kaz Grala at minus 130. Cody said throw everything you have at everything and hope it sticks, but gave you Riley Herbst as a top five at plus 350. Uh, Herbst as a top three car at plus 700. And Jeffrey Earnhardt as a top five car at plus 1800. I said Daniel Hemrick was going to finish better than Sam Mayer at minus 110. Cody gave you Parker Kligerman as the winner of Group D. Go find out what Group D is at plus 360. And a top five car at plus 400. 
I gave you Sammy Smith over Josh Berry at minus 110. Cody said Ryan Sieg was going to finish in the top five at plus 700 and then gave you a top three bet in there as well at plus 1700. I said the winning car was going to be odd as we flipped the coin at plus 105. And then Cody gave you Justin Haley at 8 to 1, Riley Herbst at 25 to 1, Kligerman at 30 to 1, Sieg at 60 to 1 to win the race. I gave you Austin Hill at plus 450 and Ryan Truex at plus 1400 to win the race. Raptor, king of tough 250 at the Atlanta Motor Super Speedway over there in Hampton, Georgia. Cody, it's race weekend, damn it. It's super speedway racing in the middle, uh, in the beginning of the season that's not at Daytona and Talladega. We're, we're, we're fixing to have some fun. Yes, we are. I'm so, um, I know a lot of people don't like it. I'm glad Atlanta is a super speedway now as well. So we get six, you know, six, at least in the Cup Series, six trips to these tracks. Instead of just four, I like the added super speedway fun. Um, and I think that as this track continues to go, it'll wear out and make for a worn out super speedway surface, which will be interesting and different from just based on how it's laid out and all that. But that's for another day. I do want to say it is officially past midnight here in the central time zone. So happy birthday to you, Mr. Rod. Aww. I would like to be the, the first to wish you. I know it's still not your birthday in California there, but it is here, so I'll go with it. Well, time zones are funky things. and It's 5 o'clock somewhere, so yes, it is my birthday somewhere. So thank you very much, Cody. I appreciate that. Well, That's, uh, yes. oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be editing with a warm and fuzzy feeling in my, in my uh, <laughs> belly now Good. before I go well, to bed. I will be going to bed and dreaming about you while you're editing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time anybody's ever said that to me. Uh, Discord's going to have fun with that one. Uh, all right, yes. Cody. So as we get punch drunk here in the wee hours of the night, uh, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media? Yes, and books. If you're listening, give us some damn truck odds. Still nothing out. It's ridiculous. Oh Anyways, at Husker underscore Zeeb is where you can find all my work. Check us out on the F1 Gambling Podcast. F1's back at Saudi Arabia this week, so we'll be recording another episode over there. Trying to, trying to make some money. And uh, yeah, join us hopefully tomorrow for Truck Series if they get their shit together I'm telling you we're this much closer to just making our own damn odds and going from there we'll start our own freaking book we don't need you we'll be the i don't know what we'll call ourselves but we'll make it happen so all right follow me on twitter at rj via gomez link in the bio to everything i got going on whether it's here whether it's sportsbook review whether it is in between media it's all right there at your fingertips like Cody said, come back tomorrow. Hopefully there'll be some truck odds. I don't know. We'll make them up if we don't have them. Uh, but <laughs> until then, thanks for watching it on Facebook. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again tomorrow. Until then, let's go racing and let it ride.